And good evening and welcome back to season two, um, session one, or probably session zero A of Once Upon a Time in the Old World. Um, I'm returning with uh, our old group of personages. Uh, we're missing two. One's going to be um, vacant this season and Roger is on holiday. So if you're listening, Roger, I hope it rains. Um, so, um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I'll just get the nastiness out now. I'm still sore about that goblin encounter. At the that, end of that's season. fine. If you want to inflict that nastiness on someone who's not actually here, I'm I'm yeah. done with that. Yeah. Okay, I feel yeah. much safer. Yeah. Well, we can use him as a shield wall if you want, but no. Um, so yeah, um, and this is um, my loyal band of players. So if we start with uh, Colin. Okay. Hi, I'm Colin. I am playing Carolyn Rademacher, the human, uh, now warrior priest, as she found religion at the end of the last season. Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Hagen Ritter von Delos. He is a questing knight of the, the White Wolf and a devout follower of the cult of Ulrich. Armed with his family's heirloom great warhammer, Amazite, Pledge to protect the, the von Erfinder line as well as Lady Notch on the road behind. That's coming back through someone. Someone's got their Twitch. Yeah, yeah sorry, that was can, me. Can, 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 <laughs> someone's got that on mute, their Twitch. <laughs> yeah. Also, your, it's all going wrong. your you sound quality is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your sound quality is um, not great, uh, Aaron, and I've also got Aaron and Jim the wrong way around somehow on my screen. So I'll fix that. Um, I don't know what we can do oh. about your sound quality. Check it. Uh, uh, Aaron's typing tonight's session. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, just let me fix that. Yes, um, Dan of the Dwarf. <coughs> Eop bygone, it be I, Mordek, the fully-fledged pit dwarf pit fighter. I'd be looking forward to another wonderful Wolfram campaign. <laughs> it's not as bad as it was before. <laughs> You'd think I would have taken the opportunity to practice, but it's just no. a little rusty. Yeah, it's yeah, the, rusty. yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. It's rusty. Yeah. It's rusty. Let's we'll go, go and get the. We'll go and get the WD forty <laughs> and give it a coating in that, and we're back to normal. And last but not least, uh, we've got Mister Dan P. Salutations! It is I, Hilmarin, the Elven Envoy, here to lead us. Um, without us getting killed and trying to diplomatically negotiate our way through any situation we get ourselves into. And if not, using a bow. <laughs> and don't forget okay. setting things on fire. Oh yeah, I've yes. got very good at setting things on fire, though half the time it's myself. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, yes, thank you, Garblag. We are indeed back with some um, woof-rups. So, um, where we find ourselves at the moment, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to catch up with all the characters, make sure we've got them everywhere they should be with their advances. So, a little bit about our character stuff. And then, if we've got enough time, we'll uh, it's on with the, 
a little bit of a uh, one-shot couple encounter thing that I've got sorted out. So um, how is everybody? So in fact, I'll step back a little bit and we'll go from where we finished off. So the party um, left Ubersreich um, with the Lady Nat uh, and some other um, fellows. Um, and you were tra taking the long road to Middenheim. Um, and when you were given a safe signal, you intend on going into Middenheim, uh, either riding there for a while or getting the lady in act where she should be and, you know, living the high life for a little bit, maybe picking up a few jobs in Middenheim, whatever. But yeah, the, the lady in act see, sees you now as um, close advisors, shall we say. So you're more than employees now. You're more than um, uh, friends. Um, yeah, you, you've saved uh, the lady's life a few times. Uh, and you've grown quite close together as a group. Um, the only persons who are left in the group at the moment are yourselves. So Johan, um, the engineer, has travelled uh, to meet your contact in Middenheim uh, to see if it's safe to return with uh, the lady... Well, I believe... Um, Apologise. You watch me get some of these names now. Ingrade Muller, the guards captain of Uber's Reich. Um, quite a big lady. Um, um, but yeah, she, she's got stuck in on the way here as well. The two guys from um, the Red Moon uh, Inn, um, they've been um, worth the weight in gold, although you have grown quite sick of fish and potato <laughs> soup. Or stew, um, whichever I you want to call it. It has been quite liquidy. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, but they they too um, went into Middenheim shortly after um, the wizard was taken because he he wasn't doing very well in getting better. Um, his bleeding from every orifice uh, did make him quite poorly for a long time, um, and he had many bobos all over his body. Um, but yeah, he, he wasn't doing quite well. So he was taken into Middenheim um, via some secret sources. Uh, and that's not HP and tomato ketchup. But yeah, he's, he's with the uh, mages now somewhere, you hope, in Middenheim. Um, but yeah, it just leaves you guys. Um, you've just been wandering through uh, the northern Drakvold forest area. Um, trying to keep out of trouble even though there's been rumours of beastmen around here, you've not run into any of them um, you, you've basically kept it quite clean, you've had the odd encounter with orcs um, the odd encounter with giant spiders and um, big rats that are on four legs mind you, not the beastmen rats that we've encountered before uh, and, and just general wildlife that's a bit, a bit of a pain. Um, but nothing like the battle that you had uh, a few months back when you um, put down the, that small little army, no, um, well, unit <laughs> um, of greenskins. Um, okay, so 
if you want to go through one at a time what each one of your characters has been doing or what you're concentrating on, for instance, Colin made a decision at the end of last season that his character was taking quite a diverse arc and he was going into the um, religious priesthood. Um, mm. And yeah, yep. so, um, yeah, so yeah, we'll start so, with Colin. Sure. So yes, she's she's um, been probably treating this uh, this journey as an opportunity to test her resolve, test her endurance, these kinds of things. Um, I was going to use any endeavours to try and make a uh, holy symbol of Ulrich um, on the grounds that she's probably not going to do very well at making it, but sometimes it's the fact she's made it herself that's more important. Um, so there's that. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, also, I forgot to mention while, while offline, I spoke to the guys. Uh, each of their characters, uh, I'll speak to Roger next week when he returns, if he returns from that really damp, raining, cold place that he is now. Um, yeah, when he returns, um, it, he will get a little benefit as well. But uh, the active characters that we've got here have all had a small increase in uh, ballistic skill. Because Ilmarin has took it on himself to teach everybody how to use a bow properly, and he's taught them hunting, and he's showed them a few skills of the elves and whatever. And yeah, they've all had to catch their own food. As I mentioned to, to uh, the guys earlier on, um, Johan wasn't particularly good at this because he insisted on using his uh, um, pistols, which scared most of the uh, wildlife off. Um, so he, he was left back at camp cooking food sometimes or making some new saucepans that uh, heated themselves or whatever. Things that engineers do. A saucepan that scratches your back. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. Um, Hagen, what, what have we been doing with ourselves? So Hagen, during the journey... Um particularly during that battle with the Greenskins, he realized that all of his nightly training had been focused almost exclusively on one-on-one -on -one combat, you know, a knight facing another champion. And he recognized the weakness in his fighting style, uh, particularly if he's meant to per be protecting Johan and a Lady Notch. So he's been working with the guard captain, trying to adapt his fighting style so he can be more effective against fighting uh, multiple opponents at one time. So as an endeavor, that translates into he, he's going to attempt the unusual learning endeavor to try to learn the, ta the first level of the talent combat mastery from the guard captain. Okay. That sounds good. Um, more deck. Um, first of all, what, what time of year is it? Ooh, is it good question. summer? Is it winter? Is it autumn? What's the season? I seasons? seem to remember. So, oh, I can't remember what we started at, actually, so this could be way out, but we'll go with what it is now, so I do apologise if I've made any blunders. Um, you're in deep winter now. Deep winter. Okay. Yeah. Sort of November, end of November time. Okay. Plan B, then. 
Um, so, <laughs> Mordek has been working with the guards, not the guard captain, the guards, the grunts. And okay. we've been, um, as he is now a full, you know, he's a pit fighter, we've been setting up our own nightly um, pit fight arena um, where we take bets on each other and um, basically, you know, fight club, rule of fight, club. <laughs> fight club it <laughs> every other night. Um, you wait until everybody else is asleep before you do fight club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, yeah. yeah, but you know, people are invited that they want to come, but you know, we don't, we're not going to tell the lady that we're doing it, and the guard <laughs> captain doesn't need to know. And you know, it's not probably really a place for the nobility and knights, the priest, or whatever. <laughs> to be fair, the warrior priest would probably, yeah, <laughs> warrior yeah, priest, maybe their previous career, <laughs> <laughs> whose former, pre- former, former career was labeled thug. Yeah, <laughs> no, maybe, maybe. Uh, so we've been, um, but we've doing, been doing, it, it's non-lethal, so we've been doing kind of, you know, bare fist, um, Queensbury okay. rules. <laughs> Queensbury rules, nah. nah. <laughs> at, at least you've cleaned your style up from the last time. Um, well, what happened, what? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pod shots and all that. Um, so, Ilmarin. Well, Ilmarin has been very busy teaching everybody how to use the bow properly um, and not having much success with the engineer. Um, he's also, you know, dillied a little bit in this fight club, but finds that the elven speed and grace is not a place for a fight club. Um, apparently, you're supposed to hit people, not dance around them. Uh, so um, he's also taken a lot of time to play on his lute some more you know he's got to learn how to play some more notes you know he, he had a bit of a following in the town with the, the little halflings they seem to really love his music so you know he's got a passion for that a little bit more now um, but more importantly he's also been improving his diplomatic skills spending a lot of time with the lady Nacht, um, and also poking the engineer and the person who knows how to do blacksmith to make his armor look pretty um, not functional pretty because um, so, he's an elf and you know he's an envoy and he must look his finest no matter what he's wearing and other than that he's just been you know being Ilmarin so just to go back over the endeavours that we've chose then so which um, what sort of endeavours were you going for Colin I think there's a craft item one I should okay. try and track down my copy of the rule book um. it's okay Page 197 for crafting. Great. I'll first need to track down my copy of the rule book. (laughs) That's it. That's fine. Um, But um, yeah, so everybody's got themselves sorted apart from uh, Dan with Ilmarin. So we'll we'll get everybody up to speed. Um, And then we'll we'll help Dan choose his um, um, an endeavor for himself. Maybe he's become a Steve Irwin type. Um, yeah, chasing crocodiles through the uh, old. Crikey, world. the giant rat's angry now. I've got him by the tail. Yeah. Excellent. So, Aaron with Aegon, what, what were you doing? You were training with the guards captain. Right. So he was trying for the unusual learning. Um, endeavor which allows him to learn a talent that's not in his current um 
in his current okay. uh, class or career. So he's got to roll a hard roll against the associated stat, which is agility. Um, okay. And he has to pass that and spend the experience points or fail it and still spend the experience points. But if he fails, the next time he tries, it's, it's only at a minus 10 instead of a minus 20. Okay. So, so would you like to make that roll? I am pulling it up now. Come on. And I failed impressively. So he does not quite does not quite learn it, but uh no. he's gonna keep practicing. Okay. So Dan, um where are you looking to specialize? Is it in unarmed combat or um, um, I was looking to do the class endeavor combat training, um, okay. whereas, uh, which basically after undertaking this endeavor, um, so the, the pit fighting basically translates as um, hard regular training um, in keeping up a skill. Um, yeah. After undertaking this endeavor attempt, a challenging zero test using either melee or ranged if you succeed you may reverse a test with this associated skill once during your next adventure okay. um so i need to make a roll uh, um can you come back to me my foundry just crashed sorry of course i can um colin have you found out yours yet I'm making stuff, so crafting things. The thing with the crafting things is it really depends on how difficult the thing I'm trying to make is to craft. So, <laughs> he says as if that makes yeah. a lot of sense. So, um, yeah, yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, so the number of success levels also set by the GM... Um, well, what what is it you try? What is it you trying to make? She's trying to make a holy symbol of Ulrich. Okay, um, so um, not necessarily a, aiming to have the most perfectly crafted thing, although she'll make it as well as she can. It's more about having made it herself. Excellent. So I'm going to get you to roll um, a hard uh, roll against. Hmm, I don't know what to go for. We could. And what, uh, it, let's have a look. Uh, Doesn't Carolyn have blacksmith? I have Tradesmith <coughs> with a whole oh, ah, two advances in it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll use Tradesmith and we'll make that a hard roll. And so tell me what you get. Hard, so that's minus. Hard is minus 20, so yeah, that, that gives me a 12% chance of succeeding. Excellent. So what I want you to do is roll yep. and tell me success levels of how many you failed by. I failed by a lot. <laughs> Just okay. going with, I failed by a lot. <laughs> okay. So, yes, you've crafted yourself um, a holy symbol. And yeah, uh, you, you you chose the tree that it was coming from. You spent a lot of time looking for it, and you, you, you sort of cut a branch off it, uh, quite a thick one, substantial. 
and you know cut cut it down to to get the right piece of wood to make your um, wolf's head um and you've sculptured what looks like um i mean it's not the greatest and it's not not what you you know you imagined it would be but it you know it does look like a wolf's head um everybody else um it looks um maybe i don't know really a bird (laughs) a furry bird an owl oh uh, you know a a demigriff excellent yeah Yeah, absolutely yeah yeah but yeah yeah it, it looks it looks good I mean, considering none of you have tried sculpting anything before, it, it looks quite impressive. You don't know if you, you know, you, you'd be able to do it as good yourself. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's there. It's quite large. It's impressive. Yeah, and it looks like um, a furry bird. Yeah. Okay, did get the fur bit right, definitely. Okay, um, so back to young Mordek then. Yes, I've got my foundry working, so I need to make a challenging melee roll. Um, so if I go to combat, go to bearded axe, uh, challenging plus zero. So if I just roll that and see what happens. Nice. Marginal success. Brilliant. Okay. So, so I then successfully train in your left arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so a toddler's arm. A to- <laughs> lifting all those toddlers, that's the thing that does it. Um, so I'll just go over what that says again. Class Endeavor. Combat. So... After succeeding the test, you may reverse a test with the associated skill once during your next adventure. Okay, cool. That might be handy. Mm. So by reverse, if I like critically fail, could I then make it a critical success? Because that's the reverse of a fail. No, because the critical would be a double, <laughs> and if you reverse it, you'd end up with the same thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Reversing an eighty-eight gives you an eighty-eight. Reversing ah, an eighty-one so gives nice. you an eighteen, which would be a significant success, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Reverse the dice. I like it. Will that okay. ah, well, so mechanically, will that be a little bit harder to do on Foundry because it doesn't tell you which ones? Um, I think that Jim can set the yeah, result. he can go on and change it. So, or if, if you... it is, or if it is a fail, I just say swap those numbers over, and that might we might be able yeah, to do it. But yeah, if, you, if, if Jim goes and sets it, then then Foundry will do all the calculation for us and say mega does this cool. Okay, so everybody's happy. Everybody's <laughs> joyful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just so no normally one tells me what I've cut. We're, we're it's a, fine. Yeah. We we were planning to start in in Middenheim, but um, 
yeah, we're, we're, we're not, yeah, we're, we're going to have a little bit of a session, a little bit of a warm up, a little bit of a get back into the swing of things out in the forest beforehand. Um, yeah, I hope the weather's nice. In November. Um, yes, yeah. Yeah, actually, it's, I mean, the, the weather is particularly grim for a grim place anyway. So there's been lots of blizzards. You've managed to get yourselves, actually. You've, you've still got Mordex cart um, and um, uh, Hagen's horse. But you've managed to get yourself on your travels and speaking and doing deals with um, merchants and things. Some pretty good camping gear. Yeah, and it's all filled up in, in the back of Mordex cart. Um You've got yourself some grain and some oats as well. So, you know, if, if you have a couple of days where you can't, you know, find food or anything, you've got, you know, uh, the, the means to feed yourself. Um, there has been a couple of nights when you, you've dreamed of that filling delight that is um, the culinary genius of fish and potato stew. But alas, he didn't leave the recipe. Yeah. Nightmares, so, maybe. Yeah, stodgy oats and um, yeah, bits and bobs. So, but what about so? Like I say, you've been travelling for the last week since um, um, I've forgotten his name. Johan has gone with the guards, captain, and the rest of the guards also left. Um, moving from campsite to campsite, keeping yourselves on the move. You've got quite used to this. You got you know. Living an almost guerrilla style uh, life, uh, and also keeping the lady Nat um, quite safe. Um, you've got you've built yourselves a bit of a tarpaulin as well for the back of the cart, so where she can lie down and get covered up, sort of thing. If if you ever meet anybody, because you've tried to keep her out of sight as much as you can. She's got a particularly nice tent that uh, she helped you out uh, purchase from a. Um, the merchant but yeah so when you camp in she has all the the, the niceties of her tent but uh, she's also able to hide in the back of Mordek's car it has been fixed up uh the meanest though you know uh, the the wheels on your car now are absolutely splendid and you know all the bearings and the joints have been well oiled and you know everything is in great working order it's going to get Although stolen, sometimes you struggle, yeah, <laughs> you, you sometimes struggle to get some down some of the paths in the forest, and you have sort of had to stay back with the lady while um, the others have gone hunting or uh, got, gone to head off a, a particularly nasty creature or monster. But again, you've been travelling throughout the day. It's quite cold. You've got your furs and your, your blankets on and things. Uh, where you hear a little bit of screaming. In fact, there's quite a lot of screaming. It seems to be coming from one person. Um, and it's just around... The, the, you're on the road at the moment, and it's just around the corner. You're, you're pretty sure it's coming for a he from ahead of you. And it's quite bloodthirsty screaming, as if he's being hurt really, really bad. It is the voice of a male. Is it Hagen's creepy squire? <laughs> ah, now you see, there's a muck up straight away. So Hagen's creepy squire is here with you. Yeah, he, he, he's he has, you know, he, he's been on toilet duty and everything, and he, he's basically been quite a good lad, even though none of you at all 
uh, are suspicious of him and uh, each one of you trust him completely with your life. Yeah, this guy has been absolutely the model squire. Probably because at least one of us has always got our eyes on him. <laughs> absolutely. It's like in an adventure where people keep where there's some shapeshifter that keeps claiming to be different people that we uh, have started to suspect anyone we we meet. Yeah. So Tell Hagen Hagen leans down to the lady notch. Uh my lady, do you wish us to investigate or or bypass this? Well, um, we've not run into any trouble of late so yeah i mean it's quite terrifying um we ought to go and help the man or help put the man down maybe as you wish hagen loosens his who loosens hammer's sight in his in his grasp and and starts to canter his horse a little ahead of the cart not 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 outstripping everybody. He's gonna he's gonna stick with the group this time, just in case. Ilmarin okay. like nudges uh, Mordek and goes, "He's always gallivanting off, isn't he?" <laughs> pointing at pointing at Hagen as he kind of like canters off. Yeah, he, he does. Um, tend to those manlings are way too key. Sort of yeah. yeah. Your your mule though at the front of your car. Yeah. It's a good old mule. So you travel up the road at a, a steady speed, at a bull, a, a above average speed, shall we say, uh, and you turn the corner, and in front of you is quite a grotesque sight. So there is a man. Um, you think he, he was dressed in grey at some point. He, he has a large beard. Um, he... He's screaming in agony as these two humanoid figures with horns seem to be feeding on him. Um, and they've made good work so far of his legs. Um, he, he, he's not moving his arms. Maybe they're broken or something. Um, but, um, yeah, he, he's, he's in a bad way and he's being eaten alive. Nope. Hagen just mutters under his breath, damn it, and puts his heels into the horse flanks and charges one of the burned beastmen. See, see, Mordek, I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> a beast of a feast in, in deep heat, yes. So, what I would like from each of you is your um, initiatives, please. So that's just our plain initiative score, yeah? Yes, yes. Glorious 24. Okay. So, Colin's got 24. Hagen Aaron? is four. He's 41. 41. 20. The only 47. person I can beat. <laughs> so Marin's 47, was that? 47, yeah. It's not that Hagen's catching me up. I don't like it. <laughs> you you uh, don't have um, anything to worry about. <laughs> Dwarven Dan? Mordek? What, what's your name? Say again. 20. 
thought you said 20 there a minute. I, I did. <laughs> Thank you for rubbing it in. <laughs> so slow. Whew. He's very dangerous. Hey, man, stop stereotyping. You're stereotyping dwarves, <laughs> man. <laughs> okay. So. Very deadly. <laughs> you see Hagen kick his uh, heels into the side of his horse and scream something. Um, I presume you're shouting a, a war prayer or something to Ulrich, or are you just... Uh, He's just—he's probably uh, just—he's uh, probably just uh, yelling out, uh, maybe to the, maybe to the white wolf, but nothing coherent, nothing that anybody understands back in the cart. He's just really pissed off what he's what he's seeing here. Okay. So yeah, you see Hagen uh, kick his heels into the horse, and he starts to speed off. Ilmarin, what are you going to do? Uh, I am going to sit down next to Mordek and play a merry tune. Okay. Hagen's done this a hundred times over. I've seen him <laughs> go around and batter people to death with his giant hammer. He doesn't need me to be involved. I'm a diplomat. Okay, God but... damn it. <laughs> so you close down quite quickly. They, they've heard you and they've sort of left this middle-aged oldish man on the floor. Um, and they've sort of turned to face your charging steed. Um, so you're acting first. What would you like to do? So if he's within within charging distance out, he will charge up and strike at one of the uh, one of the men with uh, with his hammer. Sorry about that. Uh, say again, sorry, buddy. He's going to uh, he's char- he'll charge this horse. Take the one on the, the outside. Uh, with the hammer across the head, and then you know, basically ride through the strike. Okay. So, would you care to make me a roll? Now, now as you said in your endeavor time, you, you've been quite um, ineffective in fighting. That's true. Um, uh, yeah. So you, you decided to practice, which you failed at. But let, let's hope That's that true, a little bit of practice makes you a little bit better than you were last season. Yeah, I was terrible last season. We'll see what we yeah. can do here with this. The horde smasher, yeah. <laughs> marginal success. That's a marginal success. And nothing. It's better than nothing. Although it does get to roll its defense. Yeah. Hold on. I think that's. I don't think that's right. That that's. I don't know. Because charging on a horse gives me a plus 20, so it should have been uh, against an 87. 87? Okay. Yeah, my skill is a 67, so charging gives you plus 20 on a horse. So, it's... How did you end up with a 72 then? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that did. Let me, let me try that again. Or we could just make that a... Yeah. Uh, would have been a 62 versus an 87, so it would have been two SL instead. Okay. So 13. okay, excellent. 13 damage. Okay, lovely. Let, let's see if he can um, parry the blow. Yeah, and that was to his body, so I don't know what kind of armor he's got in his body. Um, yeah, so in fact, you've caught him. Yeah, you, you've closed him down quite. Quite hard. So, 
Yeah. So how much damage did you? 13? 13. Okay. Yeah, you hit him quite hard. Um, and he takes... Ooh. So I figured that okay. the hammer loops around, kind of hits him in the sternum and, and drives through. Yeah. He, he sort of goes onto his knees, but then he, as you ride through, he sort of picks himself up. Um, the one that you didn't hit, he's charging into towards the um, the uh, the cart um, to where um, uh, Mordek, um, Elmarin, and oh no, I've got the name again, Carolyn. Um, Carolyn, that's it. I don't know, I'm going to say Kristen, but no. <laughs> K names, they always throw me off. Um, okay, Carolyn, Ilmarin, and Mordek. Um, this beastman is, is firing into you, basically. He's coming and running. The other one who got hit by the ammo, he's chasing after the horse um, okay. that has just rode past him with the large armoured knight on. The squire is looking after the lady, uh, but he's outside of the tarpaulin. Um, you, you don't allow him underneath the tarpaulin with the lady just in case he stabs her in, in the name of Corn or Zinch or <laughs> whoever that you think he's following. Um, yeah, so he's, he's closed down um, quite a bit. He's, he's not managed to get to you quite. Um, but yeah, he, he's, he's close to you. Um, so... Being as Mordek moves at 20, uh, it's now uh, Carolyn. What would you like to do, Carolyn? Counter charge. Okay, excellent. <laughs> Go for it. So I'll take the advantage. She will scream a, scream a war cry and hurl herself at... herself at the uh, at the beastman. Nice. Okay. It is actually Two ranks of strike mighty blow in there as well. On top of everything else, it's pretty. Oof. So yeah, you've got a, a plus two success level. So twelve to the um, body. Okay. Ouch. And another advantage. I'll take that. It. The the beast sort of stumbles back, um, but only a couple of steps. And yeah. Mordek. Um, so we're still up on top of our cart. Yeah. Can I jump off the cart? Which can? Like pro wrestling style onto the beast. <laughs> 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 Take a so you, you, you just you're just gonna leap. Um, yeah, with start as it's moving. Okay. As the car is moving, That's I'm nice. jumping off and I'm going to... Have you got any military... sort of athletic skill? I do, which is a bit weird for a dwarf. <laughs> um, I Who actually was have athletic... dwarfs now? I, I have athletics of 23 because it's um, a, a pit fighter thing, apparently. Um, yeah, so what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> jumping off so the ropes. I'm going and... to make you roll this athletics roll. If you succeeded, 
<laughs> you get plus two. It's all about the look. <laughs> you get plus two success levels to your attack. Okay, cool. If you fail it, you'll get minus one success level. Ah, yeah, okay. why not? Okay, so I'm gonna let's try. It. Um... Do it. <laughs> Roll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Brilliant. Oh my goodness. I can't believe so it. you've started where you've left off, yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Got a big phone what a this bunch guy. of gets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh. I'm going to throw you in this season against Corn himself. And somehow we'll win. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, don't we know? <laughs> Um, so, oh, season, season three. But you got I your... Yeah, I haven't oh, rolled to so attack you've not yet, rolled sorry. Yet. Okay, yes. Okay, um, so, let me roll my bearded axe. Um, and you give me plus... Plus two success levels. So, that's... Do I bump it up to average? Or is that advantages that we're talking about? Where it says SL So, you'll you add it to your success levels, yeah. So, so make, make your, your weapon skill test. With your axe. Okay. Does it count as charging? I'll give I'll give you plus two success. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you do you want me ah, to marginal success? Yeah. They're still better than nothing. Okay. So, so it makes it plus three success levels. So that'll add another two points of damage. Okay. But he got two success levels. So you're back to plus one, which gives him eight damage. That was convenient, wasn't it? <laughs> but you bring your axe down and you catch him. Where, where, where have you hit him? Right leg. Uh, right in leg. the right leg. Yeah, so even though you were bringing it down like this, he was sort of caught off guard and leaned back and his, his right leg sort of come up. As you sort of bring it down and you, you hit him just above, just below the groin area. Your axe gets stuck in the floor as you, it's buried deep and his leg is flailing off and there's blood spurting everywhere from the stump and he sort of looks at you glazed eyes and his eyes roll into the back of his head and he just falls backwards and Excellent. stops moving. Okay. Beautiful. Okay, so back to the top. Ilmarin. Are you play, still playing your jolly kitty? No, Imaran's just like, fine, I'll get involved if I have to. And he draws his bow. And there is he, only the one left that is running he's after. Gonna, he's going to heroically shoot him in... Unsuccessfully. <laughs> he's going to heroically okay. shoot him in the back. <laughs> okay. He, he gets a success. <laughs> okay. Through the back. <laughs> Doing seven damage, yes? You Correct. Which again, you, the beast you, in the back. you do hit him square in the back and he stumbles a little bit and he looks round at you and he sort of looks very shocked and then he sort of falls face down <laughs> in the dirt and the mud and the, the crap. So, and so, so what Ilmarin... I'm getting from this is the the followers of Ulwick charge in, deal mighty blows, and then the bloody elf and the dwarf just steal the thunder, steal the glory. <laughs> Did we just off. kill Sigurd? Okay. <laughs> and Ilmarin's been watching um, 
Johan a bit much with his guns. So Imaran gets his bones and goes. <laughs> Hagen just okay, looks okay. back and raises like his hammer to Ilmar and he's like, good job. <laughs> so it's not a catchphrase, it's a catch Tourette's thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you find yourself doing it all the time now. It, it's become, yeah, it's become almost muscle memory. Um, but yeah, these, these two horrific creatures, in fact, it's probably the first of the kind that you've actually come across. You've heard rumours of them. Mm. Ah, I do apologise. Um, Hagen did fight quite a few of these, although they didn't look very similar to these ones. The ones that you killed looked more rat-like than... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, 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 didn't have yeah, these big like horns goat. and everything. They yeah, were, no. yeah they, these look more like goats, but I, I, I suppose, you know, all Different the interbreeding goes on with these things. Yeah, they could look like anything. You know, he'd even expect some to look like ducks, maybe, or something. <laughs> yeah, so who knows? That's terrifying, geese beastmen. <laughs> <laughs> so, as all goes silent, you can hear the gurgling cries of the man with two half-eaten legs. So uh, Hagen jumps off his horse and goes over towards the man. I mean, and he just, he looks down at him. He's, this is so far out of his depth. He's, he's a terrible healer. He looks up at Carolyn and, and he's like, <laughs> there's nothing I can do for this man. <laughs> I have heal as a class skill. I've not put any ranks in it yet. <laughs> also, <laughs> after I put five ranks in it, I'll still be shit. Hey, I, say, so, I say, I say, lads, just get the man a drink. Hagen leans uh, and starts trying to bandage up this guy's legs, but you know his his skills are pretty poor. So, okay, you're gonna jab your fingers into his wounds and put another body yep. to your skill. <laughs> exactly, exactly. More debt will give him a drink. I tried to save him, but. Yep, I aggressively fail on my healing test, so I'm like, I can't wow. do anything with this. <laughs> yeah, he wraps no around his face <laughs> and suffocates him instead. There was, a there was a lot of blood coming out of these legs, but there seems to be even more blood coming out of them at the moment at a faster rate after Hagen tries to put bandage on, with, and he's still got his gauntlets on, so, you know, it, um, maybe if someone <laughs> took him to and give him some <laughs> basic, basic first aid tra uh, training of is the is the uh, the colleague breathing? Um, uh, is his heart going? Yeah, take those big metal fists off before you go near the wound. Yeah, then it would have been all right. But yeah, it, the, the guy's squealing a little bit more. He seems to hurt him more than anything. Please help! Help me! Please. Aaron, is there you can do? You do notice that he, he is wearing like grey sackcloth robes and he has um, a wooden amulet round his neck that looks quite close to uh, a holy symbol of Ulrich. In fact, you, you're pretty sure it is a, a holy symbol of Ulrich. Yeah, Carolyn looks like one of yours. <laughs> okay, I am going to try and invoke a blessing, which might go horribly, horribly wrong, because blessings sometimes do, and my skill in prayer is not that high. Because uh, I've not had a chance to put any advances in it yet. But hey, what's the worst that could happen? 
Uh, <laughs> nothing worse than I did, that's for sure. <laughs> no, Joe, the worst that could happen is worse than what you got. Because <laughs> the worst that could happen is, like, my god abandons me forever. Um, <laughs> that's bad. That is... yeah, that... Okay, you win. That's, that is bad. <laughs> Fucking up a prayer roll can be bad. Um... I mean, that would suck if you <laughs> just started like, the class. That's the first thing I do. <laughs> Yeah, basic basically uh Ulrich will send you to Coventry Heim. Yeah, so um yeah. Anyway, let's give it a go and see what happens. I'm going to try and use the prayer of whatever it is that I can't remember because I've not got all my prayers listed anywhere I can easily find them. But the one that removes condition removes a condition. Okay. Okay. It's like endurance or something, or resilience. But anyway. So I make a prayer roll. I guess I don't get my advantages on this. Or do I get my advantages on this? Does bludgeoning a beastman to death recently help me get Ulrich's favour? Because, you know, it might do. It could do. Just touch. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you think you... Well, you're still new to this, but yeah. yeah. You... Do, do, shall, I, shall I leave the advantages in the roll or not? Is the the question? No, no. Cool. That's what I was checking. I was assuming it wouldn't be, but uh, just give me a moment while I can delete them. Cool. Got rid of those. So where is it? There. I make the roll, but I do succeed. Nice. Pretty well. Okay. Yeah, you you managed to clog the wounds up and. I'm, I'm yeah, basically at the moment sort of... going for getting rid of whatever's the worst, con the most life-threatening yeah. condition, probably bleeding. <laughs> yeah, you, you think you've sort of staunched the bleeding quite a lot, and you've stabilised him. He's probably still going to die, but at least you've made him comfortable, and you've you know made it so he can sort of you know he's not in as much pain as he was, and he is he's staying conscious. Um, you know, and he, he reaches for more dex beer and he, he guzzles down some of that. And he, he does look relieved to, to have, you know, a, a drink um, before he takes the, the long path. Um, but he, he, thank you, my, my brother. Uh, I need you to, 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 to finish something for me. Just one thing, when you, you call down your prayer and you're connected almost with, you know, or you, you can feel the power infuse you, you also feel a sickness like you've not felt for a long time. Um, and it's something that you've only maybe encountered once before, and that's when you were in that other place at the banquet table but it's it's not it's not the same but it still feels really really messed up um as if you're close to something that's perhaps it's the beastman um i mean you know that they're, they're supposed to worship chaos um, but there's, there's something there you, you you removed it and you you created that channel to you know, to, to your holy place and and, and manage to pull uh, the power through. But there's something around you. There's something close to you, and it, it's nasty. It's dangerous. Um, but yeah, it, it okay. don't don't feel right. Well, 
Um, uh. She'll probably say, look around at the others and say, "Taint of chaos is here." I don't know. I don't know enough to recognise it beyond its wrongness. That's out of growl. Yamaran shakes his head in absolute disapproval as if to say, What can we can humans just not spend five minutes without invoking the taint of chaos? Just like oh. The speaker Hagen. of change is who you talk about. <laughs> I was sent on a holy mission with some initiates to to gain something that had been stolen from a caravan of ours. Uh, it is being held by uh, a champion um, of of the Lord of Change. Uh, he, his name is Hernst, or Lord Hernst, as he calls himself. He's a mighty, mighty uh, champion of the Deceiver. I... It, he he stole. We we were transporting a um, a relic. Um, it, it's an idol um, of of the changer, and they stole it. And they they're going to perform evil deeds. I would have thought with this, we need to take it back, and we need to get it into the temple in Middenheim, in our vaults, and get it safe away where they can't use it. I doubt by uh, yet he's he's learnt how to use it properly, but it will be a mighty weapon in the hands of those who are faithful to him. Do you know where he might have gone with this? How how big are his forces? Uh, he he has a small force of beastmen, but with this thing, he's likely to to. Um, Pull lots to him. Um, once they, they, they know he's got it. We've seen it, it before where uh, the, the one that used it used it to gather great armies and uh, march on settlements and everything. And could one of you reach inside my robe, please? Uh, uh, no, not down there, uh, Elmire, uh, Elf. <laughs> um, uh, it, I, I can't move my arms, I'm sorry. Um, it, it, <laughs> hey, up, Manling, up don't here. worry. That'd just be uh, the beer kicking. Yeah, Carolyn uh, will try uh, and find whatever it is that he's indicating. And there's a roughly drawn map, yeah. Um, and south of where you are, is marked a coaching in um so you you estimate where you are and then there's a roughly drawn cave entrance um that's off into the forest but you think you can find it with this map it, it's not very far away at all um in, in fact it's probably like 30 you, you, you between a 30 and a 60 minute walk Carolyn will, will look up at Carolyn will look up at at um, Hagen. So, more beastkin to kill. You must get it to the the 
the Temple of Auric. Please, when you, you get there, tell them Gul'dir sent you. And the... Hey up, Manling, so what about, what about the lady? We can't be leaving her here. Can't go gallivanting after what every what some other manling wants. If it be a worthy quest or not. I am Ordek, you're right. We need to run this by the Lady Notch and dis and she needs to decide what course of action we take, regardless of how I feel about about it. I would follow the edicts of Ulrich, but we do have a another purpose here. You know, uh, Imarin reaches down and takes the dead guy's uh, symbol around his neck and then holds it up to Carolyn and goes, here you go. It's a little bit better than your one. No offense. You did a really good job. Good. Well done, but it's, it's a bit better. There you go. There you go. You, kind of just gives you, know, when you, see, you know when you see a child's face drop when <laughs> they show you their bestest painting that they did in their first days at school and it's, it's a fireman or it's a soldier or something and it just looks like a big blob of like paint and they look quite disappointed with their parents well that, that's the way that carolyn's almost looking at you you almost mostly carolyn, carolyn's yeah, mostly yeah. just looking at him with an expression yeah. of you just do not get it no absolutely <laughs> just just you just, yes, just yes. does not understand she will take it and place it back on the guy because it is his and it should be with him umarin doesn't yeah. understand this this is, this is a, quite an odd concept of waste materials carolyn's got her own conduit you know it's it works it's yeah not very pretty but it it's works personal. it's clearly it clearly worked <laughs> we're just successfully invoked <laughs> Was that so him getting back up? What, <laughs> what was that what noise? Was that? If that was him getting back up, Imaran accidentally stabs him, thinking he's a zombie now. <laughs> okay, so what, what's the plan? Are you going to talk to Lady Nat? Yeah, I think at this point we'll we'll have to approach the lady and and have her decide what course of action she would have us pursue. Or we could not tell the lady, not go on this mission to upset yet another chaos god. Have you forgotten that we upset one already? And then Omarin shows the black mark. So I'm assuming we've three more to go? I mean, I mean, I'm assuming we've all still got the black marks on our hand from the whole Slanesh experience. It, it, has, it has faded, actually, in your, talk, in, in, in your migration to Middenheim. It, it's grey still. Yeah. And, uh, on, on, on the, yeah. It's like on the tips of your fingers, almost. <laughs> you forgotten, guys? Yeah. No, no, Wilmar, I have not forgotten. Yeah, but, yeah. So but let's the... not go upset the changer of ways. Let's not get involved in this. We already have a mission, and that's to protect the Lady Nat. The White Wolf will guide where the White Wolf guides. It's If the Lady Nat wants us to take her to Middenheim first, then that's what we will do. But I have a feeling that uh, we will be dealing with this Hunched one way or another. You humans have a propensity to get yourself into so much trouble. Aye, that's true. Aye, you're not wrong. Do you think us elves live as long as we do because we go getting ourselves into lots of trouble? No, what we were, don't. What were, you, what were you telling me about the Druchi on the way here? They're different. They're not like us. They're, they're crazy. 
they're, they're ah, absolutely crazy. Ah, ah. A bit like you guys. Yeah, yeah. So, lady, uh, forgive, forgive us, but we have uh, we're faced with a dilemma. A priest of Ulrich has fallen here, attempting to guard a relic uh, that they were transporting to the to the church of Ulrich in Middenheim. Apparently, it's fallen into the hands of a chaos champion who means to use it to raise an army against this region. We think we know where he's at. What would you have us do? Uh, well, we can't do anything at the moment, can we? So um, you kept me safe this far, so um, I'm sure... You know, after seeing, you know, what you did to the those greenskins, I'm sure you can deal with one champion. You know, you you have almost become, become along with Mordek, uh, my, my champion. So, you know, a champion against the champion. And, you know, As you wish, I know. For, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Sigmar and Ulrich. Um, will always be more powerful than the dark ones. Well, Mordok, shall we go fight a chaos champion? Mm. <laughs> yup. I say, I say to you, dare elf, sometimes with these manlings, you just got to shrug and get on with it. <laughs> I think DL with it. They're never going to learn anyway. It's okay. They'll be dead in a few years and we'll still be alive. So Everything you've said is true, but we still have to do what we still have to do. So Hagen gets I... back on his horse and turns towards this cave. Okay. So what are you doing with the cart? Are you leaving it here with uh, the lady Nactin and the squire? We could take them um, to the co- to the coaching house. Um, I think we should leave the squire here on his own. The squire should come with us. <laughs> yeah, he, he. I don't trust him <laughs> around the lady. <laughs> he he runs over to you, um, Hagen, and he says nothing, but he sort of bows in front of you with his head down and holds his arms out sort of stretch. Uh, my Lord Hagen, uh, Sir Hagen, sorry, I do apologise. Uh, I, I, that won't happen again. Uh, 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 if you'll allow me, I'll take uh, the lady uh, to, to the coach house. I, I don't mind doing that. You can trust me, sir. I'm sure we can, but it's time for you to get a little combat experience with us. What say we go face a chaos champion together, Squire? A chaos champion i don't worry ulrich will protect you or he will uh or you'll join him in his hall yes i'd be more than willing to do that and he sort of taps what is you'd only described as a long dagger um in in his scabbard that is for a sword, and it sort of flaps round at the bottom quite sort of limply, yeah. But he's quite proud of his little uh, weapon. 
Every oh time, dear. Dumpy. Every time. Oh dear. That's right, young man. Play with your dagger. It'll all be okay. And he sort of pulls it out and he holds it aloft to the sky. Ulrich, you can you can count on me, Ulrich. I'll bring Carlos to his knees, and then he puts his small weapon back into his sheath, and he looks quite—he looks quite eager and ready to go. <laughs> Perhaps, lady, we will take you to the coaching house. Elmarin, do you wish to guard the lady there, or do you wish to journey with us? I mean, somebody's got to guard the lady. We can't just leave her. I Get agree. And your bow is a fine weapon. We don't have any guards with us, do we? And they've gone into Middenheim. I'm sure we could. Maybe, maybe there's some mercenaries we can pay when we're there. But if not, I will guard the lady. So you know, I know how much trouble you get into without me. That is true. That is true. Well, couldn't you leave me a little bit away from this place you're going, and Ilmarin and I could stay here along with the. Ah, oh, but the, the young the young boys coming with you, uh, I take it. Sorry. Well, if if you if you wish to go near the cave, then yes, we could leave you with the cart and the squire and and Elmarin at distance with his bow, and we could try to beard this hearst within his cavern. Yeah, well, I I, I think that might be slightly better than the cave. <laughs> You never know who you're going to run into at these coaching units. So. Very um, true, my lady. Um, and also, true. if you all die, I can get her to safety, heroically. Exactly. Well, that, that is the most important thing, yes. I have faith in you, Ilmarin. I have faith in me too. Thank you, Hagen. <laughs> you're welcome. Always a pleasure. So, yeah. So, yeah. well, you're going on your little quest then, I suppose, yes? Ah uh, yes, do, doing doing the wolf's the the, the wolfman's uh, <laughs> um, um, righteous business, I suppose. Yes, <laughs> exactly. With a little weapon, okay. he's staying with the um, the lady. He's not going to be getting his um, long dagger out. Okay. When's he allowed to actually have a hammer? <laughs> not until we're sure he's not an agent of chaos. <laughs> Describe your meaning of hammer. <laughs> right. So you, you leave and you, you follow the map. Who, who is leading um, with the map? Who has the map? Who is following the map? Should it be the person with a decent navigation skill? Probably. Or outdoor then, survival, yeah. Then I suggest a person who, who always seems to do better with um, pathfinding, shall we say? Uh, then I would suggest Ilmarin has navigation forty-seven and outdoor survival forty-one. So if anyone could beat that, otherwise Ilmarin will read the map. I think Ilmarin should read the map. Here, have a map. <laughs> it's got to go that okay. way. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm maybe you can make your roll with that. I mean, this is quite a basic map. But yeah, it's quite easy to follow. And I failed terribly. <laughs> oh God, you did. <laughs> did, did you? Yes. Oh, <laughs> okay. I never roll very so, well in this game. 
Your skills good. Your dice. My are skills good. are great. My dice are rubbish. Yeah, don't don't worry. The warriors make up for it. Um, um, yeah, Mordek, you know you're quite good at following directions at times, and, and Hagen as well, and and, and so is Caroline. You just feel I'm that a little you're... bit out of my depth when yeah, I'm not in a yeah. city, but you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't seem to be going the right direction. I'm quite sure of it. El- Elmar, and I think the map is upside down. Aha! I was just testing. <laughs> to, I was just testing to make sure you were all aware. See, see, now, 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 we will go the right way. Hagen was right. It was indeed upside down, and you sort of turn it around and. Oh, it's difficult it, it to tell when it's written in human, isn't it? Yeah, but in, instead of taking what Hagen sort of summarised as between thirty and sixty minutes, it takes you about two hours uh, to find it. But eventually, you you as as you get closer, Hagen um, and Carolyn, you almost feel sick. Um, you feel really uncomfortable here. You feel itchy. Um, your hair itches. Your arms itch. Um, particularly sweating a little bit too much under your arm, or you feel really, really uncomfortable as you you're getting close um, towards this cave. And this cave entrance, it it, it looks horrible and evil as well. There, there's heads that have been draped around the floor and that there's looks like innards that are hanging from the top of the cave entrance and on the end of the innards is crudely tied heads and parts of bodies um, and they're sort of dangling down. I mean to enter the cave it's almost like you know know, like one of those um, like plastic doorways that sort of with little curtains You've got to walk through um, this sort of offal um, and innards uh, to enter the cave. Perhaps we should just try to burn him out. Did someone say fire? I thought you would like that, Elmarin. You can throw some oil in. I can set my arrow on fire and... What do you think, Mordek, Carolyn? I don't fancy going in there if I don't have to. I don't think, yeah, we're I think going it to looks get like a cave. Surprise going through that anyway. So, yeah, let's ruin the decor. Actually, Mordek, you, from, from this sort of outcropping of rocks and things, you, and you sort of look beneath your feet and there's. The grass and the dirt beneath your feet, it, it's almost a layer and then there seems to be rock underneath it. You mm. sort of gather that this, it could be, it could be a shallow cave, but it has everything in the environment close to you to mean it could be quite a deep cave um, or like a, a bigger cave than, than the entrance sort of shows. Nah, it could smoke him out. Didn't this be bigger than it looks, manlings? 
Well, leave it to leave it to a Dowie to know know the earth. I suppose we'll just have to carve our way through, tear these horrid trophies down as we go. Might I suggest you try to use the element of surprise? I've heard that's quite effective in combat. Hagen looks down at himself in plate armor. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I can try. <laughs> <laughs> clank, clank. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a lot better at the moment. My stealth is a minus 20, which puts it at a solid 29. <laughs> it's just a suggestion. It, it would be wise, and if I were in leathers, I would definitely try it, but I don't think that he will miss me coming. Stealth, stealth, stealth. Uh, it's not listing any penalties on my stealth for all my clunky armor. So, then, uh, best maybe of luck, I gentlemen. Have a, have a I might have a full 31 in my stealth. Best of luck, gentlemen. Hope you have fun slaying followers of another Chaos God. If you don't come out in an hour... I shall take Lady Neck to Middenheim. And it's been a pleasure knowing you. You're right. Mr. Mr. Omarin, sir, if, if they could use your help, I'm happy to stay, stay here with the lady. Uh, they'll probably need your help more than they need my help. Yeah, I sacrifice. I mean, yes. Yeah, what? Can I go in with you? Yeah. Yeah, take, take the squire. Like you said, he could do, if he's going to be a knight of a white wolf, he could probably do with uh, being uh, getting combat experience. And then, like, Yamaran shields his mouth, even though it doesn't really work. He goes, and also, if he's a chaos follower, he'll uh, turn into one while he's in the cave. <laughs> Aye. And Yamaran just starts doing this at the, the squire again. <laughs> All right. So, Aiken, do I, do I go at the front, sir? No, no, stand to stand to my shield side. At the front. <laughs> Light a torch, hold the torch, stand to my shield side. Okay, so he he sits on the floor and he, he goes into his backpack and he pulls out one of his torches and he gets his little tinder box out and he starts striking it. And he carries on striking and <laughs> getting a little bit dull and boring now as he keeps going. And, and he looks up and he smiles at you all. Billy, he doesn't know how to use his flint and steel properly. <laughs> oh. Can someone please light that torch for him? No. Ilmarin can't. <laughs> he sets fire to himself again. To, just as he's about to give up. He gets the sparkage and he, he gets the flame to keep and, and he lights the torch and he <laughs> looks really chuffed with himself and he sort of pushes it towards you as if to say, look what I've done say and he gets almost too close. You almost feel your beard singe a little. <laughs> as, as it, You can certainly feel the heat from the torch as he sort of holds it out in like... Um, yes, I see. It's a torch. Back off. Don't, don't make sure you're outside of the radius of my swing and keep the fire behind behind my right shoulder so it doesn't inter interfere with my vision. He looks around at uh, Carolyn and Mordek, and he's got a face that is sort of asking for um, acceptance. Um, 
you know, he, he, and and he does the same with you with his torch. It doesn't quite get to you, but you definitely feel the heat, and you can almost smell that singed beard hair. Um, not you, Carolyn. Yeah, you've been out in the wilds for quite a little bit. And yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not quite that uh, much growth yet, but yeah, you, you certainly oh, smell a little bit of your. Yes. Almost getting she, she's yet to manage to grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs> she has devoted herself to the to, to the wolf, but she has yet to manage to grow the beard to go with it. <laughs> yes, it's fire. Right, let's go. Okay. So. What I would like everybody to do for me before you go in is make me two rolls. Okay. The first roll is a perception roll. I'll fail that for you. Yeah, sure. Is a stealth roll. I can so can fail one of them. Make me. Ilmarin, obviously, you don't because you're staying back on the cart. Excellent, because I failed anyway. All right. Perception. Oh, I passed my perception. Shocking. I've only got perception of 20. <laughs> right, so my, my perception. I impressively fail my perception roll. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to follow that up, mate. Um, oh, I, I succeed my stealth check, too, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> uh, you've still got your. Um, you've, you actually do succeed, but you've still got your advantages from the last fight. Oh, sugar. Shall I re roll it? No, no, you just minus two success levels off that. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're 20 so, on you. So, Hagen, you've uh, still got your, your advantages on. No, I don't. You've got a stealth score of 49. You said your stealth score was like 20-something. Yeah, it just it didn't account for the negatives to the to my stealth due to my armor. So it should have actually been a 29 versus 28, which is oh, still okay. a success. Right. Cool, so it's not taking Should I be getting negatives to my stealth from my male stuff. Uh, I believe so, yes. Um, what was the other Well, it doesn't again, really matter, to be fair. Stealth. <laughs> stealth and perception. So, yeah. I can't find who, my stealth. Who managed, it gone? It's an advanced... Who managed to... to um, it's on the right. Who managed to pass a perception check? Me. Hagen did. Hold on, I'm just about to roll my stealth. Hagen and Mordek. Mordek, yeah. in fact, passed his perception check with a roll of a two. Okay. But that's because we're underground, so, you know, clearly it's a dwarf thing. Hold on. Oh, marginal fail on my stealth check. <laughs> You're less noisy than I am. Okay. So Hagen, Hagen so, and his plate uh... mail. Hagen and his plate mail is quiet, but... <laughs> I'm jingling. <laughs> and not so... seeing anything. You cut these entrails and heads and limbs down and sort of shift them off to one side. Um, everybody make me a willpower roll, please. Just straight willpower? I assume not your yeah. mind. No, this not your mind. Although, actually, you can see them doing it. Yeah, make me a willpower roll in mine. I haven't passed the roll yet. Let's see if I can do this one. Oh my god, I actually passed? No, I got a marginal failure. <laughs> yeah, I got a marginal failure. Because basic attribute tests are not easy to pass. Oh, no, I passed that incredibly. <laughs> yeah, Just out of curiosity, were we in low light vision when we did our perception checks? Say again. 
I think we're we still are. outside. We're still outside. Okay. Yeah, you're still outside, but it is for low light inside. Yes. I should have told you that before. So you pass your so perception you... by even more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, how many? How many did you guys pass your perception by, uh, Carolyn? Uh, I Ake? failed my perception horribly. I okay. passed my perception by one plus one SL. Okay. Marginal success. Okay. So you go into as you're cutting the entrails down, Carolyn and Hagen. You're not sick, but it's rancid. Uh, this offal and meat, and you, you, there's a couple of times where you're you're sick up in your mouth, um, but it, it, you don't give it the. Um, don't actually throw up all over our boots. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You, you don't you don't let yourself down in in the uh, the vomit. It's in the floor. You sort of swallow it back down. Um, but it is really really nasty and gross. And then you enter quite a foul-smelling cave. Um, and you feel like you're walking down a ramp. In fact, you, you know, it's quite obvious that you're going deeper, deeper into, into the earth. And you can't I, see I, anything uh, yes. from up front. It, it just goes down and almost turns a corner. Who's going at the front? Um, I'm, I'm assuming I, Mordek with the I low light vision. I assume me, but... <laughs> yes, because I have low light vision. Yeah. Okay. Um, Did you make I, a perception check, Mr. Mordek? Sorry. Um, okay. My success check, I passed with a two. Um, so I did particularly. Okay. So I did really well. And I just got an impressive okay. check with my willpower test as well. However, my stealth roll did not go well. So two out of three. Fine. Rolls is not bad. <laughs> so you're traveling down this slope, and it's it almost becomes a little bit. Uh, it's closing in on you almost, but you know you can, you're all holding it together. Um, whereas Mordek almost forgets where he is, but as you're walking down, you spot on the floor what looks like. It, 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 it's it, it's got some leaves, long leaves over on the floor, and you're guessing. In fact, you've seen this before, down in the depths, that it's some form of pit trap. And you tell the rest of the party this by shouting out, "Pit trap!" And then, as you shout the word "trap," you realise that bit of an echo. I was supposed to say quiet, yeah. And you hear <laughs> everybody is in the cave. Go down the cave, pit trap. <laughs> it's if something responds, then we're in the shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's when a call we get a call back in a guttural voice saying, Oh, thanks. <laughs> right then. Are we able to get around it? Yeah, yeah. It, oh, it's okay, it's yeah. literally in the in the middle of the path, but there's a good three foot either side of it but you, you're able to move around cool and it, as you sort of knock the leaves away just to make sure it, it's probably it's quite a big hole um, and deep as well but you can see at the bottom of it there's sharpened spikes at the bottom 
anybody falling down here would have made quite a big mess of themselves. Good eyes, Mordek. And as you're travelling further, further deeper, it seems to almost spiral down, spiral down. This it's just like a cavern, maybe a tunnel even rather than a cavern. Um, you also see a few things as almost spring-loaded axes on the wall um, that with, with like a, a trip wire. Uh, you know, if, if that had been set off, the, the axe would have sort of swung out and hit someone in, in the midriff. Mordek, it looks like he's been here before. He, he, he's doing a sound job of um, being the point man and, and spotting everything that he needs. Nice to be underground again. Yeah. Um, I would have thought you were a famed so, tunnel fighter with the way you were handling this cave. What's your perception score, Mordek? God, not good. Hold on. That's a skill. 20. <laughs> and you made it with a four, yeah? Two. So, two. Right. Yeah, so two successes. Excellent. Um, okay. I was just so, going over my skill, and I have night vision, which perception tests in low light conditions. It doesn't actually tell me what it yeah. does. Hold on. I think basically I don't get penalties for being in the dark. Yeah. So for a while you've been going straight and not turning and in the distance you can see like a narrow glowing gap almost. There's a narrow light in the wall that goes from ceiling to what you think is the floor and as you get closer and closer you realise that it's um it sort of comes in on itself. Um, but you could still probably get two or three of you next to each other down. If you if you went sideways down um, this, like, thinner tunnel. And as, as you enter it, you, you can see about 30 foot down this tunnel. It looks like there's a, a room at the end of it, like a cavern. And it's lit by flickering light possibly torches, candles, the like. And there is a horrible stench from down there as well. It seems to be where the stench is coming from. Your bike garment smells like fish and potato stew down here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. Well, shall we proceed? Aye. Okay, so you all sort of bunch up and go down this time. There's no, you can't see any traps down there or anything. And you come out into what looks like, um, you would sort of guess that it was about 20 feet all the way round, across and wide. It's not round, it's not square though. And it goes quite high uh, up, up, in, um, up to the ceiling. Um, those with the torch, you, you can't see the ceiling of this um, cavern. On the far side is a twisted, um, what can only be described as an altar. Um, 
and it sits on a bit of a stone plinth, um, quite a hefty stone. You know, it needed a few men to, to sort this in, in place. And there's some candles on there, big candles uh, that are twisted. Um, and they almost seem to shift shape. And this altar almost does the same. And on, on top of the altar is this... It, it's like an idol and as the light it's it, it it's filthy it's it, you know it, it's it looks like it's crusted in dirt and mold and algae um and but from what you can see of it it looks like some sort of bird human creature and its wings are stretched out on the back of it and like and the crafted for the idol first time, <laughs> for the first time, you connect your sickness and feeling unease with this thing, and it's the thing that the priest described to you. And there you are in this room. No one else in there with you. I'm going to go and twat the idol with my axe. But also, oh. <laughs> either side of. Either side of the altar, uh, like sack bags, and there's a couple of dead bodies either side. So the lot have been there for for a while, and the the, the flesh has rotted away. They've still got um, their their belongings on them. You know, some armor, this like the, the the weapons that they were carrying. Um, one looks like he was a dwarf. By his statue, well, it's either a dwarf or a halfling. Um, you're, you're guessing, um, um, but it, it, it does seem to be wearing um, armor. Um, but the, the armor looks like it's been absolutely pul pulverized. Um, and yeah, there's just this. It, it's almost beating at you. This this statue. It's you know it's definitely wrong and. It, definitely should be put somewhere safer than where it is now. Carolyn, I know you're only new to the to the Order of the White Wolf, but is Ulrich giving you any form of guidance on how we can contain such an abomination? Nope. Just look a little bit like the carving that Carolyn made. <laughs> You know, what was it being kind of bird and furry? <laughs> I'm going to walk over and twat it. <laughs> okay. Twat away. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. What can I'm sure this will be just on? fine. Yeah, just like that time we destroyed a circle of uh, things, candles yeah, and balls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what what right, could then. possibly go? We, we, I don't learn from my mistakes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are uh, a dwarf. Yeah, indeed. Okay. Oh, why has I done that?
Roll. Stupid machine. Uh huh. We've got a roll. There we go. You Impressive success. Yeah, hit you. you successfully yeah, you, hit the you inanimate hit it in object. The mid of, of this thing. And as as you hit it, yeah, your axe stops and the blade shatters. And there's like a purple light that comes from axe. The, the, the arc the of the idol, and it it fires out almost like a, a beam of a laser and it hits you square in the chest it and got me axe. your armor your, your armor and clothing has just got this big burn here you almost look a little bit like laser Iron Man Iron Man <laughs> as you've in it, it solid in the chest and you sort of feel really sick for a moment and you sort of fall down on your backside, but it's just charred. The, the, the skin in the middle of your chest is it's like burnt, almost crisp. But the the, the idol stays there as if H it wasn't touched. Hagen goes up and, and helps Mordok to his feet and pulls him back. And he's like, we've got to find something to put this in, to contain it and get it to Middenheim. So Hagen starts to look around the bodies, the room, see if there's anything that they can use to make a sack or a container of any sort to, to put this thing in. Or is there anything back on the wagon that we can use? There is, there's, there's quite substantial um, sacks um, either side of this. There's like equipment held in this. As you go through one of the sacks, you, there's quite a nice looking um, sword there. It, it looks probably elven made. Um, it, you know, you, you've seen nice dwarven crafted weapons before, but this beats it hands down. Uh, no, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> No, it doesn't. Um, there's, there's a there's a nice there's a nice axe there, a nice hand axe. Um, I, I I now need again, another axe. It it, it it looks it's encrusted with gold, uh, no gems, but like the it's inlaid with something, and there's something written on it, and it looks dwarven. But you definitely can't understand it. Do you speak Dwarven, Hagen? No, 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 no. No, I do no, no. It, it, You recognise it as looking Dwarven, this language. Um, but yeah, and there's other bits and bobs. There's plates and there's pouches uh, um, that look like they've been cut. And it's basically most rags and bags. And there's, there's also other swords in there, but they're quite rusty. There's these two that look quite nice. Um, Mordek, Mordek, is this your tongue on this on this door on this axe? Let me have a look. What? Is Mordek licking axes now? <laughs> you can tell the quality of a metal by you know licking it. <laughs> this this axe, Mordek, is one of the finest you've seen. It's a little old. Uh, and it needs some shining up, um, but it's like it, the craftsman, like uh, the craftsperson who made this, 
was top of his field, definitely. It, it's beautiful. There are dwarven symbols on there, but it's not language. It, 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 you've seen it before. There's like runes, dwarvic runes. That say, you know, it's, it's possibly got some dwarven it, power. Is it in rune it, magic? Fact. Can maybe, I... oh. maybe. I don't want to leave it here because it's probably tainted by chaos, but I don't want to. Oh, let's take it. <laughs> and the elf one as well. Yeah, Hagen handles, hands the elf sword up to Carol and he goes, perhaps this is something that, that Ilmarin will find value in. It appears to be of his people. Oh. And the Tuck only other thing that you can see my, there that looks of any value is there's it looks like a human skeleton you guess it is anyway and it's got an old sort of helmet on and it's almost got a crown on it but it, it isn't a crown um hagen you've seen helmets like this but from lords and 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 dukes and things you know for, from not royalty but like the the tear underneath that um he looks like he was some person of you know a, a, importance and around its neck it's got this gold um chain and there's like a blue um gem in uh amulet at the bottom of this chain that sort of hangs around his neck carolyn can you make any sense of this i've seen helmets like this before but the amulet means nothing to me i don't really know anything more than you do you've been involved in the Ulrich church longer than i have so uh hagen will pick up the sword and the amulet he's like well perhaps someone will be able to can i can i make a trade roll jewelry would that help to kind of identify it if it's got jewels on it yeah go for it uh, i think you were what uh, was originally a merchant anyway weren't you or, yeah 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 that's why i've got a trade skill doing good hmm. with the rolls now yes yeah, well, this this necklace is valuable um again the craftsmanship in it is good uh, if not very good, if not immaculate, um, it's old. It's it, it's antique. It, it's been here for a while. It's not a modern style uh, of uh, an amulet or a necklace. Um, again, you by, by the the craftsmanship, you, it, it it almost seems like something could you know it, it could hold power. Maybe, but you'd need to talk to people, you know, like Gerhardt, uh, you know, be able to sort of probably instruct you more. On, on. Okay. I will say as much. Um, okay. But you've, you've got yourselves three quite sturdy sacks that every one of them would easily fit this idle... Isn't there supposed to be a Statue, champion yeah. down here? Yeah, I'm uh, waiting for the people to come and object to us screwing with their 
that Walter. Because well, if we can get the idol and get out before he shows up, all the better. Okay, oh, we came down here to kill him. Ilmarin. Yeah. Oh, yay. The weather's particularly <laughs> nice for a, a winter's day. Yeah, it, it stops snowing, it stops raining, and the sun's out. Quite, Ilmarin, quite a rare way, thing. Before you even go, Ilmarin's already manoeuvred the cart, so it's not in open view of the cave front. Okay. <laughs> it's not stupid. All of a sudden, you almost feel the ground shake and you can hear trees sort of being pushed aside well bushes pushed aside but there's something coming through the woods that isn't trying to be quiet you know it's not trying to be stealthy or anything it just looks like it whatever it is it's just coming in your direction and it's making lots of noise Towards me specifically or towards the cave front? Well, towards it's coming towards you in the cave. You're sort of, you know, you're a bit away from the cave, but it's coming in that direction. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it's a, far, it's a bit, way of, bit way off at the moment. I can't see it. Even okay, with, so my, now, with my acute senses sight. Yeah, so, so now you can see the bushes rustling uh, bushes the bushes rustling and moving and uh, and whatever is coming down there is going to be in eyesight okay i am going to move the cart back into more even more hidden location because i'm closer I'm, to the cave or away from the cave away from the cave i'm i'm acutely aware that i had the lady knacked in my presence and if something large comes through there I'm not exactly the best person to deal with it. Okay, so you, you move away, but you you sort of put yourself in a place where you can have a look. And through the forest is something that's probably you would guess around ten feet tall, and it's a it, whatever it is, it's got a big hood and cloak around it. Um. A purple, um, this um, thing, and it goes into the cave. Oh dear! <laughs> I, I believe, lady, that was the champion going into the cave where our unswelled friends. Should we should we go in and attack from it from behind? No, my lady. Uh, I'm not sure what your combat skills are, but I'm a diplomat. <laughs> I have a bow and I have a sword, but it's mostly for show. Oh, okay then. But don't worry, um, because um, Sir Hagen and, and Carolyn and Mordek are all down there, so the three of them should be more than ample to deal with such a creature. We're all going to Okay, um... Well, if 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 you think we're not needed, then okay. Um, and that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hagen can hold himself, and and Mordek is one one of the uh, strongest wars I've seen. Um, yeah, I, I have faith in their skills. Carolyn's a quick learner as well. 
Indeed, your, your ladyship. And uh, we would probably only just get in the way or get eaten. And that is not good for either of us. So, as you're sort of weighing on what to do with this idol, you hear a voice coming down the thing. And it, it sounds like quite a panicked voice. Sir Egan! Sir Egan! He's a big man! He's a big one, Sir Egan. Yeah? And you hear this click oh, and this thunk and the shouting goes quiet. Well, it sounds like there's no element of surprise. Hopefully the squire managed to duck his head away before whatever it is is coming got to him. It sounds like we best be prepared for battle. By the way, when I do this next voice of the next NPC, I dedicate this to Mr. Dan P. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing in my cave? <laughs> You're a thief and a murderer. And there's a big snort. Ah, that's a giraffe. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> giraffe. As, as you look, as you look through the gap, you can see something standing there with what looks like a real big weapon, and in the other hand, he's got a blunt object that looks like it's got flame on the end of it, and he looks about what you would guess about 10 foot tall. You can see his shadow, even if you haven't got an article. Uh, and as you look up through the, through the, the entranceway, you, you can see he's got these big fuck off horns coming out as well. You, you've heard of creatures like this. It's a big beast man, otherwise known as a Minotaur. Is his name uh, No. I'm angry. I must eat you. Get away from my idol. Yeah, that idol is coming with us over your dead body. That is the way it will be in Ulrich's name. Okay. You see him turn to the side and sort of bend down and pick something up and he's picked up what looks like a sizable boulder Hagen charges him (laughs) okay yep charge charge away the question is only how many of us can get around him Okay, so you, you estimate he, he's he's about fifty yards up the up oh, the uh, okay. the tunnel. Hey, so it is going to be for, oh. yeah for, from from a standing start, not on your horse. It's gonna it, it, you're going to be quite short if, of getting if, there. But if he's if he's that far away, instead, I think we I'd pull back against the sides of the cave and force him to come down into the room that we're in rather than charge up the tunnel after him. Okay. 
And he's got this rock over his head and he just throws it into the floor and flexes. And this rock just obliterates. And he's coming slowly walking down with his big axe. So let's get on. He sort of chucks chucks the uh, um, the torch to the side as he moves towards you. Okay, everybody's initiative, please. So I've got this from earlier on, I believe. It's my book. So what does he? Oh, he's lovely. Okay, Hagen. And first, what would you like to do? You have the highest initiative out of the three of us by like a factor of almost two. Well, I didn't. I didn't know what his what this thing's initiative was going to be. So as soon as it moves into the room, Hagen will uh, uh, charge up and uh, do a take a mighty swing at this thing's knees, probably. Go for it. Lunch. Bloody hell. <gasps> I, I will uh no, I've got a re-roll. I, I have a re-roll yes. from uh Norman yes, Smith. Thank you, sir. I will yes. uh, re-roll that nonsense. Can, can someone take a screenshot of that that roll? Because yeah, we don't see that many uh, very often. That is Hagen uh, failing to hit something. <laughs> I know, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, take the re-roll. <laughs> yep. Oh dear. Oh, oh, so You've you run up to him and you take a big swing back with Amazon and you, you take that much of a bigger swing back that you let go as it gets back here and it sort of flies off to the side. Luckily, it doesn't go in the direction of your party. But you're sort of stood there um, in, in the way as he swings it to you. Wow. Today is not Hagen's day. Oh, but well, he he beats you, but you just managed to duck underneath his um, his uh, axe. Okay, as he sort of went to defend you, and then thought, "Oh, I've got an opening here," and sort of went for your head. <laughs> but he, he uh, but he does have the advantage. Yeah. Okay, on two. Him. Oh, it's his turn. So he swings his axe again at you in quite a fluid motion. I bet he does. And I'm gonna have to try to dodge because I don't have a weapon in my hand. Well, to be fair, you'd have trouble you might have trouble parrying something. <laughs> All right, I will attempt to dodge that. Fortunately he got a minus five, so Oh yeah, yeah, you you you, uh, you take his advantage from him as you dodge out of the way. Okay. This is this is the, the ever so slight lean to one side, is the <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Amazing listening so, to the left. I'll bring in this Chaos Champion to test you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and the person who does most damage to you is yourselves. <laughs> um, 
so far. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Carolyn, you see this going on up front. It's probably the worst opening to a combat you've ever seen. <laughs> both both parties have let themselves down, the families down, the friends down. <laughs> In fact, yeah, they've let everybody it, it, it down. It does yeah. just look kind of embarrassing. I'll have to take my wolf pelt off and hand it over. I'll be like, hey, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, I will, I will launch myself into the fray. If I can get a charge, a okay. charge bonus, I'll take the charge bonus. Do yes, absolutely. Good, awesome. I charge in and attempt to hit it with a rather smaller hammer because. We are. We he are might get worse, though. So well. he, he might get worse, though. Wow. Okay. Do I spend a fortune point for a reroll? Oh. Probably not worth it. I'd need to get a 20 or less. Or, yeah, in a 20s range to, to hit. So yeah, it successfully defends. Do I lose my advantage then because I failed the test? Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. Any gains advantage? Yeah. Okay. Mordek of the Mordexons. Come on, Mordek. Show show the stupid humans how to swing a weapon. Right, I'm going to try and use this <laughs> this new rune axe. Um, okay. Axe with runes on it. Um, right. So. This is going to sound like a weird question, but do I get a size bonus because I'm a dwarf and it's a large creature? Or am I making that up? You're not making that up. There's a, there's a no. difference in size. You might also get a flanking bonus from the fact that there were now up to three of us engaged with yeah. it. Cool. So you grip hold of your axe and from out of nowhere this voice comes through your head. Oi, get off me. <laughs> talking axe. <laughs> um, you do get plus 10 to hit, but if you defend with a weapon, it's minus, uh, minus 2 SL when you parry. Okay. Dodging, not penalized. Yeah. Correct. Um, did I charge? Did we have enough room for charging? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so plus... And you outnumber it now, two to one. So that's an advantage. Yep. I don't currently have a weapon in my hand, so I don't count. So it's not three to one. <laughs> All right, let's do this. <laughs> ah! Okay. Bloody hell, we are just... Failing horribly. With you, it was about time I rolled something bad. I've been on a roll pretty much most of this game. He, he could do worse. Still. Yeah. Oh, marginal failure. So what happens to that? SL minus one to SL minus one. I think it goes to the person yeah. with the better yeah. weapon skill. Oh. Yeah. My weapon skill is 50. Oh, off you go. So you do seven points of damage, yeah? Eight, uh, presumably, because he got minus one success, so... 
Or they both get minus one success. Yeah, so the minus so his seven yeah. was what he'd get yeah. if he got minus yep. one on the attack. So minus one cancel out. Yep. Eight. Eight. Yep. So I make it eight. Eight, 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 eight. Just for strength. Um, okay. Okay. You clump him with it. Okay. It's a bad blow, you see. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> but you hit him, you take it, away it, his advantages. It's <laughs> It's better than no blow at all. I you think. take away his advantages, and you gain an advantage. I will hack away at his kneecaps. <laughs> That's probably all you can okay. reach, right? Yeah. Hagen. Well, hold on. It's a minotaur, so you know I've got a reputation to upkeep. Maybe I'll just be aiming for his schlong. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay, hack the ogre's one. <laughs> So I will spend the one advantage I got from dodging to disengage and go pick up my hammer, and that'll be my turn. Okay. <laughs> That's just a bit a bit unfortunate, isn't it? It's he he is going to attack. Um He's gonna attack the dwarf because the dwarf has caused a bit. The dwarf has actually hit him. <laughs> yes. Oh. And he swings, a mighty swing. <laughs> Shit <laughs> fighter. <laughs> so you can you can either dodge or or parry with a minus two SL, or stand there and laugh at him. Or stand there. And laugh. I think I will try and parry. So combat. So I'm at a minus now. Yeah, and where it says SL, put in minus two. That should do it. Oh, SL. Yeah, because it's hard to parry something that's that much bigger than you. Was that right? Impressive success. Yeah. Wow. Yep, you parry all right. <laughs> I don't think that did the minus two SL. But still you still power, <laughs> but you still power quite successfully. Should I have written? Yeah. Should I have typed it as minus two? Because I just put the number in. Yeah, the should thing. have been. Should have put minus two. Ah, yeah. right, okay, there you go. That's yeah. probably one. Sorry, my that's fault. A plus three. Oh. Lesson learned. Yeah. Okay. But either way, that's a, you successfully power. Okay. So you've gained advantage on him again. Awesome. More Carolyn. On a roll, I am going to try and hit this damn thing and probably fail miserably. But hey, I have no advantage, but I do get plus 10 modifier because it's big, as I understand it. That is correct. And you outnumber yes. him. And I outnumber him. Do I, does that give me another plus 10? Gives you an advantage, one advantage, I think, or is it plus ten? The advantage is sort of outnumbering. Lost, so I would have assumed it was a plus ten. And plus, it's uh, you gain a plus twenty to hit your opponent if you're two to one. It's plus twenty. So nice. So I'm at plus thirty total from the situational bonuses. Oh, nice! Astounding success. Okay. Oh, he does okay, though. <laughs> Only yeah, 15 damage. Yeah. 
Minus his very impressive soak, I'm sure. Okay. But still, one advantage. More deck. Is it back round to me already? Yes. Yes. Because Hagen didn't have anything to do. Oh, okay. Also, um, the last thing I did was defend. So. My, my mate, mighty champion of Zinch has absolutely laid damage. Yeah. Taking it every way he can. Yeah. Right. Mordak. Impressive success. Wow. Excellent. Time there. Oh, yes. Yes, it. And he goes to block and drops his axe. <laughs> How much damage did you do, 16. sir? 16 damage. So this, he sort of bends down to sort of parry your blow. Yeah, and it's sort of to one side and he drops his axe. He stumbles. And your little hand axe uh, goes straight through the front of his. Uh, where did you hit his right arm? Yeah, it, it, you hit him on the right arm, and it sort of kicks up, and it, you cut him straight across the front of his throat, and his his head sort of leans back, and there's blood spurting everywhere, and he he drops to his knees, and then onto his back, and he's motionless. I'll hit him again, just to be sure. I in the groin <laughs> I support that course of action <laughs> given it's normally my response to fighting anything that looks scary <laughs> Keep it. unfortunately Ilmarin isn't here on the other hand I'm not in a complete frenzy so probably I won't hit it until Ilmarin comes and sets it on fire <laughs> it's now a mush on the floor yeah, we hit it a few more times to make sure. <laughs> but yes. Well, that worked. You, you, not, you notice that on the back of his belt, because he is face down on the floor, he's quite a nice jewel-encrusted dagger. Like, it's a curved dagger in a jewel-encrusted sort of scabbard. And it's got this really nice um, star on the front of it. Um, really, it's really sort of well made, and the star looks really nice. You, you roughly guess it's got six, or seven, no, eight, eight points of star. It's quite, <laughs> quite a nice sort of thing. I'm sure it is. Hagen comes up with his with his hammer. Says Carolyn Mordek, that was well done. Clearly, I was utterly humiliated. I'd prefer we keep that in the cave and not tell Elmarin. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in the cultist's worship place stays in the cultist's worship place. Glad it's not cave of Yes. Right, let's move this. Let's see if we can move this. Idle. Cursed yeah. idol. Maybe if we just try to gently put the sack over it, it won't, it won't react to that. Sure, let's try it. So we so try to put bag a up sack the... over. Yeah, yeah, we... you, you sort of, yeah, you, you sort of pull it sort of off off balance, and it sort of topples over, and you've got it in the bag. We uh, triple bag it. Quite and... sturdy. Okay. 
We triple bag it with all three bags and we never touch it with our hands or skin okay. or anything. Yeah. Okay. And then, then we go, go and see. If, and then we go and see if your squares alive. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> are, are you taking the three items that I mentioned to you with me? Yeah, I just used yep. it to successfully, you know, help kill this mind So I'll be taking mine and I, I starting a, a conversation with it later. I have a sword that I will be handing over to the elf at some point because why do I need a sword? So, Mordek, as you're sort of going in the way from the back of the cave, you hear a voice shout, "Thief." Ah, okay, so it's not the axe. Dwarf ghost? Robber. Did, did, did anyone else hear that? No. Hear what? Hear, hear what, Mordek? I heard robber, thief. It ain't... It ain't that that robber, maybe it weren't from the back of the cave. It could have been... It could have been from the front of the cave, or maybe it was from... Oh, it's getting all confusing. I mean, this voice is coming from. It's in your head, though. So I need some fresh air. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we'll we'll also take the necklace with the uh, blue uh, gemstone and the helmet out with us as long and and the uh, Elvis sword. I don't know about the jewel encrusted dagger with the eight pointed star. That's uh... my character wouldn't probably know to leave it behind. I'm hoping Mordek would. Yes, definitely. The eight-pointed star of chaos being a thing we do not want to pick <laughs> up. Yeah. Um, actually, can I quickly make a dwarf uh, law roll to see if this, yeah. if I might be able to figure out what this axe is? Go for it. Yeah. Uh, don't know if that helps. Uh, my advantage is gone. Yeah, you do not get combat advantage on knowing stuff. Let's get rid of that. Uh, <laughs> skills in your uh, bloodthirsty rage, you you there we go. That's better. Ah, oh, no, I failed. <laughs> it was about time I failed something. Bit more. There we go. Done. I think that's one it's, to figure out with the wizards. It's probably the nicest thing that you've ever seen, and. Nicest thing you've definitely. Well, is it yours? Well, yeah, it should be yours. So, yeah, it's definitely the best thing you've ever owned. That's so bad. (laughs) It's a Uh, chaos dwarf axe. It's got to be a chaos dwarf axe. So bad. (laughs) It'll be fine. Just killed a minor. Exactly. (laughs) Fair point, well made. It's just an axe with some roots on. And it's made of gold. What could go wrong? A lot. Oh, yeah. I'll shut up. <laughs> hey, so you head out the cave and meet back up with Elmarin and the lady. Do we again. find um, the squire? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, ah, the squire. I forgot about him. So, yeah, you find him and he's he's took a beating from this single axe blow that has come out the wall and hit him oh. in his midriff. Um, he's took quite a bit of a nasty blow. He's in a bad way. Um, and he's sort of gurgling a bit of blood on the floor. Hagen bends over and, and lifts him up. He's like, let's get you out and get you bandaged up, kid. You did good. As you lift him up, he's in half. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, you pick him up and he just falls either side of your arm. Ooh. Okay. So, yeah, you get back to the um, the wagon. And we shall leave it there for this week.
hopefully Roger will be back for next week and uh, we'll go forth and maybe head into Middleheim so yeah thank you everybody for joining us I'm sorry the beginning was a little bit disjointed but we just wanted to get to well, we obviously spent a little time away so yeah. wanted to make sure we knew where everybody was and what everybody was up to like I said hopefully um, Roger returns next week um, I believe he's still on holiday but he's in a better reception area next week he said maybe um, thank you for joining us and uh, join us next week for shall we call it episode one or episode episode two we'll call it episode two um, episode we two we killed the Minotaur I think that counts two. as episode one yeah absolutely yeah oh, absolutely yeah episode two of season two of once upon a time in the old world uh, again thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week thank you good night